Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Empire. Artificial intelligence at your fingertips, or in the case of soccer players, tippy toes. You've probably seen those augmented reality tape measures where you can drop a pin at the left of a you know a room corner and drag it to the right. It's actually quite accurate, and so we use that technology as well to help you map out a really accurate combine ball. That's Andrew Hall, CEO of Ballin, whose tech is helping players turn their phones into advanced learning training devices. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. Ballin is not just a training tool, it's morphed into a gamified experience for players of all levels to not only improve but to share their experience via digital player cards. What the company is hoping to do is marry sports and gaming in a way that promotes the physical activity. Our guest this week is Andrew Hall. He's the CEO of Ballin, which is a company that has advanced artificial intelligence and augmented reality that turns your mobile phone into a powerful player and ball tracking tool to rate a player's soccer abilities. Hi, Andrew. How are you? Doing great this morning. Thank you. It's uh, early morning here, nighttime your time. Yes, we're speaking to you all the way across the globe, Perth, Australia. Um, give me a little bit of a sense of the background of Ballin. I know you guys went through a lot of R&D to make this happen. What was the genesis of the idea and, and where did you land here with the app? Yeah, look, it, it's been a, you know, a quick overnight success of a five-year journey so far to get here. But look, we, we've raised about seven and a half million US dollars for, for R&D and we've just coming out now to commercially deploy the app. But we it started back in actually 2016. My co-founder was a, um, a postdoc at MIT. He was a young Australian guy. And we, we just sort of got pretty excited about what artificial intelligence could do, measuring video feed actually on, on the mobile device. So we were like, you know, here's a sport that doesn't have deep analytics at the player level yet. Here's these devices that are getting, you know, much extremely powerful and, and getting more so every 18 months. And we thought, what, what a great intersection. Like I was a former um, semi-professional triathlete. We're like, what a great intersection to combine these two sort of tidal waves and see what happens. And look, we did we did release a predecessor app, which was just penalty kicking called, called My Kicks in 2018. We didn't know whether anybody would download this stuff, whether they'd use it, how they'd use it. And we, we were very lucky. It shot to number one on the UK sports app store at that time on some influencer marketing, and that was in the middle of the World Cup in 2018. And that, that really gave us our start, that got us noticed. I mean, we even dethroned the official FIFA app um, through the World Cup for a couple of days as the number one position. So that sort of got us started. Then we got picked up by UEFA, which is the Champions League, that's sort of the, the world's largest one-day annual sporting event, um, to, to go into the Innovation Accelerator. And then things really snowballed from there as we you know, secured um, one of the world's best professional players, Kevin De Bruyne, 
um, got an EPL club involved, and, and you know, he, here we are after a lot of hard work, um, still learning as we're in the market and, and sort of ready to ready to scale the company. All right, so let's get into some of the tech here a little bit. Um, how can an app on my phone actually track me? Take me through the tech a little bit. Yeah, look, look. So we we do all of this on the device, which is the really special part. You know, there, there are a lot of um, systems out there that could take your video and send it up into the cloud. But the, you know, our target market, Gen Z and Gen Alpha, do, doesn't have really you know robust internet connections or or large amounts of data. So what we do is we we take a video feed. So if you think of a video feed, it's it's like your television each frame. It's a two dimensional frame. And then what we do is we we've trained AI algorithms to work out what a ball is and what a human is um, very accurately. And then what we do is you know we we might collect a thousand frames or five thousand frames, which is sequence of the video and then what we do is we convert that 2d image into a three-dimensional um, scene by looking at how that ball and that person moves through each of those images so we can infer depth through the changing of the size of the object with reference to the frame and that, that that's where all the hard work is is not only do you need to accurately because if you've got if you're a pixel wrong it places that personal ball in a very de- different part of that three-dimensional scene. So, you know, we, we spent a lot of time um, training the models to, to actually do the accurate detection and a lot of time developing all the physics and statistical smoothing models that, that sit over the top of that and all that runs runs on your phone. And, and look, we, we got a little bit lucky in, in 2018, you know, that, that MyKicks product actually collected over um, a million penalty kicks. And we were able to use that to really train um, the ball and um, to to really detect humans and balls in all sorts of unusual real world conditions. So that that training data set that we got from Mike has been so pivotal to be able to do this very accurately. Does so that's the tech? It, yeah. Does the phone have to be what set up on a tripod and set up? How, how do you collect this? Yeah, great, great question. So the first version MyKicks did, but this doesn't, which is even special. So um, we've designed it so it can be handheld by a parent, by a friend, and you, you literally use augmented reality to, to lay out the course. So it'll say, put cone A here that we're going to test on, cone B here, cone C, and you can use water bottles, cones. So you sort of overlay a physical world environment on top of the, the virtual world you use your phone handheld um, and you you basically, you know, you, you run the courses, right? And it gives you the statistical feedback on what, what your time is um, to complete it or what your score is. And, and that's how we sort of benchmark you and, um, you know, give you that real-time feedback on how do you compare to others in your age group and, and overall. And so then – It's a bit like a combine in your pocket. Yeah, I, I hear you. Okay, so you will need someone to actually get – semi-clear video at a specific distance i would i would assume here right like this this can't work from any particular distance that's right so you can use you can use a friend or you can use a tripod you can you can do both and the app actually walks you through um step by step how to where to place each cone because the augmented reality that combines with the ai um actually you've probably seen those augmented reality tape measures we can drop a pin at the left of a you know a room corner and drag it to the right. It's actually quite accurate, and so we use that technology as well to help you map out a really accurate combine course. 
And then I get the sense that you wanted to kind of gamify this too, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's not just like, here are your ratings, here's how you performed, that you kind of made a, a game out of this as well. Is that right? Yeah, look, we, we actually changed our slogan about six months ago to, um, to play and improve with AI. So what we learned pretty quickly is that the hardcore, you know, sort of sub-academy level player is really interested in the analytics. But what we really want to do is, is help the parents, help the kids improve a little bit by stealth. So it has to be fun and engaging. And, and you know, we, we do borrow a lot from gamification techniques of it's a bit like being in a real game sometimes um, within the app. You can hear the squeaks, the bleeps. You get all those those reward mechanisms. And then as you get your results, we sort of really, really layer reward mechanisms on top of that. And then we sort of, you know, we take you through a step-by-step, you know, system where, you know, you can build on experience points to actually, you know, earn your overall player cards. So we, we've learned that that really, um, if it's not fun and engaging, that the kids just aren't going to do it. So we spent a lot of time this year really upping the gamification component of it. And it's worked really, really well. So for you, for the model in, in getting it out there, do you see this as you want to kind of pitch this as a game to kids and parents, or is this a training tool for leagues and coaches and serious soccer players? Um, no, so we to, so to the kids, we, we, we pitch it as come and have fun and engage with, with AI. Um, and, and so we, we use influencer marketing to get that message out. We've been pretty strong in TikTok. So we, we, have, we have partnerships with people like Kevin De Bruyne who aren't in TikTok yet, but we leverage their brand to other freestyler influencers in TikTok. And that works really well to get the awareness of the kids. We then have a separate marketing strategy for the parents. Um, and eventually the two link up on the payment model. But for the parents, it's very much like, you know, use AI to help your kids sort of progress um, and master their game quicker. And it's very much aimed at grassroots. We're, we're, we, we do have elite players in there, but we also have a lot of, you know, lower division players in there who are just really after self-mastery as well. You had mentioned earning a player card. Can you just, could you tell me what that means to earn a player card? Yeah, so um, I, I don't know if you ever played the game FIFA growing up um, yeah. by EA Sports. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, yeah, so the, a lot of that game is based upon a player card where you're, picking and choosing and trading players based upon their, their player card scores. So that, that is something that is quite desirable to the, to the FIFA generation. So we, we lent into that concept pretty heavily with, with UEFA back in 2019. And so our player cards made up of eight different skills. So we test your, your shooting, your dribbling, your passing, your first touch, um, your ball control, your reaction time. Mm. Um, and, and, and some others as well. And then what we do is they, they, you get individual ratings on each of those skills that we test, but then you get an overall rating on your player card as well. And we, we've designed it sort of, to sort of really, you know, um, I guess subversively help the kid really understand how to benchmark where they're at because a lot of the time, you know, it's very subjective about how you're going in the, in the world of soccer. It's, you know, when you actually you should ask a kid, it's like, how do, how do you know you're getting better? They kind of go, Oh, I feel I've got a better feel for the ball. You know, I might have got an assist or a goal a couple of weeks ago. It's sort of, or I got told I was going, well, we're trying to bring that objective quantitative feedback um, at the level of the kid through a gamified system. So they can then be empowered to say, oh, I actually thought my dribbling might be better. I, I want to actually go and work on that. Or, yeah, my shooting is really good. I want to do that and even make it better. So we're trying to really give that information and democratize that, that kind of analytics that was previously only available to pros um, in specialized labs, you know, at, at the grassroots level. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And then how do you present this? Because now all of a sudden I'm picturing, do the kids get to pick an avatar, pick a skin, present themselves in a way that's shareable through this app? Is that, is that a possibility? Yeah, it's a huge part of the growth model actually is, is user-generated content. So because it's kids, we don't allow, um, it's a closed ecosystem actually. So um, you, you can't communicate with another kid. Yeah. But what the kids do do is as they earn their player cards, we've created a lot of animated skin graphics that sit over that. And we find that the kids are then sharing that with them in their own social networks yeah. with their friends. And, and that's a huge driver of our growth because, you know, marketing's expensive um, to pay for, but we've sort of got a self-marketing machine built in that, that does it very well. And, you know, different times of the year, our plan is to release different, different you know, type of player card animation skins to sort of refresh it and make it interesting, just, just like FIFA does as well. Um, what's your background? How did, how did you get into this? Yes. So look, I've been a sports person um, across a variety of sports, including including soccer, um, as we call it in the US and Australia. But actually, I, I worked in venture capital um, for about 20 years. So um, either as an advisor or a VC and um, also as an entrepreneur. So I was advising a lot of the, some of the higher um, growth companies out of Australia for some time. And you know, I really got, you know, I actually did a, um, a fair bit in renewable energy, believe it or not, and um, uh, back in the early 2010s. And then I really wanted to sort of combine this, you know, my, my passion for sports, um, my passion for startups and, um, you know, what I thought was a really interesting technology way to get involved in. So, you know, I wouldn't have been able to do this if I didn't have, you know, that, that extensive background in this, in this industry. But you didn't have the background in, in technology. So can you kind of take me through um, learning about that part of it when you're literally, you're not just investing in it, you're literally trying to build something like this? Yeah, look, look. so my approach was always um, you can learn a new field and become an expert in it in about three to five years. And I've done that in biotech. I've done that in renewable energy, um, you know, in, in startup companies. And But the way to do that is to partner with some really impressive people that have the expertise um, in that sort of technical domain. So my, my co-founder, David Budden, actually... He was part of a, a, a team that won the University World Robo Cup Soccer Championships back in, I think, 2014. So, you know, what, why is that relevant? It's a bunch of robots chasing a ball um, around the field. And so a lot of that technical thinking about how to track um, had, had been done by David at that time. So we, we got a really fast technology head start through that. And then we were like, well, we, you know, we, we, we think we understand the business of soccer, but we don't really. 
And that, that's why we, you know, one of our early directors was a, was a guy called Louis Giuliani, who's still a director today. He actually um, was on the board of Football West and, um, you know, did some international player transfers. So we very quickly upskilled in our understanding of the business of soccer. And then we we're very lucky in 2018 to do, a, to do a trial with Major League Soccer to understand that market. Then we went on to do a trial with, you know, UEFA to really understand the European market. And now... You know, we, we have board observers that are from some of the top EPL clubs in the world that, that sort of advise us. So I guess we've been, you know, as non-purist soccer people, we, we were really well received by the soccer market and they, they really backed us and helped us really understand the business of soccer and, and take it forward. They saw us as product technical experts with a real passion and they, they help to augment that capability, which was wonderful. It's really interesting what, what you're building here. It feels like a true marriage of get kids outside to play, learn to improve, learn to love the game. And yet at the same time, marry with what a modern kid is into, which is gamification and esports and digital currency. Um, did that all come to, was that kind of the vision for this or did that kind of all come together as things matriculated through the process? It, it, it's come together as we've matriculated through the, pro, the process. So when, when we started, you know, we, we didn't feel there was any issue with kids getting outside to do sport. But, but even over our short five years doing this, that has changed quite significantly, like we've seen it in our data. So we used to see differences between winter and summer, summer usage. And then about a year ago, we, we saw the, the winter usage and the summer usage really drop for no unexpected reason other than the kids have changed a bit in Gen Z. They've become much more attached to their devices. Um, through COVID, there's less, less kids going outside as well, especially unsupervised. So in fact, we, we actually augmented our platform to do a lot of what we call indoor AI, where we can enable the kids to get their first ratings literally from their bedroom on reaction time and juggling and ball control. And then we saw our usage really explode again as we sort of supported that that indoor gamified experience, which was still relevant to, to the game. So th- things are changing. Like we're, we're at the front of seeing that data firsthand. I think you need to be incredibly engaging to get a Gen Alpha and a Gen Z um, moving. But they, it's not that they're lazy. They're not lazy at all. They just really want to with technology. And we, we do have a couple of conversations going on about what we call gaming for good with some very big international organisations about well, what are we going to do about this you know, supposed Gen Z, Gen Alpha obesity epidemic. And, and we, we do feel that the whole home AI-based indoor gym is a very interesting extension of the ball and product as we grow. It's very interesting. Andrew Hall is the CEO of Ballin. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Pleasure. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. 
Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. On the next Future Sport Podcast, the highlight is becoming almost as exclusive as the game itself. You know, it's my understanding that before working with us, the, the, the NBA would send the 50 best highlights from the night all over the world. Now, if they have a customer in the, in the Philippines who wants just a specific set of highlights from the favorite player in the region, they can set rules in advance and say, when this game is over, send this highlight video to this region, send this highlight video to that region of the world. That's David Gavant, business executive with WSC Sports, where the curation of instant highlights may be changing the rights game. That will do it for this episode. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein.